running and pessimism. That's today's topic. I, f I think I want to create a support group for pessimists. Then again, why bother? It'll never work. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Joke. Pessimists. <laughs> Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. <laughs> yes, Heiko is my name, and today it's going to be a little bit about different mindsets and different types of runners, especially I want to focus this week on, on pessimists and what a pessimistic runner is, how you can spot one or Perhaps you are one. And then during the next week or so, I want to go into the factors what that make out an optimistic runner. Is there a common trend? Are there perhaps certain clues that might be helpful? So pessimism is defined by the American Psychological Association as the attitude that things will go wrong and that people's wishes or aims are unlikely to be fulfilled. So a person with a pessimistic personality tends to be or tends more towards negativity tends more towards <clears throat> things that will go wrong <laughs> maybe you're thinking so so what am i well that's actually quite simple to find out you could just maybe ask your spouse or your best friend and, and they'll tell you right away <laughs> problem is you most probably won't like hearing the answer if you think you're optimistic and they'll agree that you're pessimistic <laughs> thank goodness you know you joined this podcast so uh, i added a little quiz and are you ready? It's just going to take you a couple of questions and, and nobody will know the result. Just just you. Anyway, your friends and family, they know it all along. It's just you who's struggling with this. If you are ready <laughs> by any chance, let's go to the first question. I'll give you the answers and you just decide which one fits best. Okay, here goes. How is your running? Is it A, fantastic, really great, thank you. B, ah, could be better, you know how it is. C, well, gee, I guess... Compared to last year, where I was injured, I'm doing okay. Second question. Imagine a glass of water half filled and you say, A, the glass is half full. B, the glass is half empty. C, the glass has some water in it. <laughs> you signed up for a race that you just realized is harder than you ever did before. A, I'm definitely not going to make it. B, ooh, that's going to be fun. C, mm, I hope I make it. Next question. Your energy is at an all-time low, perhaps a lack of sleep. You need to go for a run. Your reaction, oh no, that's option A. Option B, nice, it's going to waken me up. C, oh my goodness, who wrote this plan? Next question. Do you plan your next year's run events? A, always. B, oh, what's the point, might get injured. C, I make small achievable resolutions. Okay. I think you've figured it out now what A, B, and C type of answers are. And all you need is a moment to reflect. Perhaps listen to them again. Pessimist, you know, you, you expect the worst in every situation. And you know that the world, it's not all sunshine and roses. And, and that it's best not to expect much from trying a new race. But that doesn't mean that you, you don't want to enjoy your running. Instead, you just manage your expectations so that... You can be pleasantly surprised when something positive does happen. First off, in my humble opinion, I don't think there's something like a real pessimistic runner because every runner I met who really runs has some other objective. 
And what happens is that runners that have a certain goal, a dream, <clears throat> and they didn't uh, succeed for whatever reason, they became pessimistic once and they have tried and, and failed again. So it's become like a, a, a set of failures that have lined up, like a domino effect. And I can understand that. There's nothing worse than having failed at a certain event of a certain race and you come back for another try and this time you 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 want to be better than last year and again something happens and you fail and then along with perhaps some injuries or some lack of time you 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 know you step back you analyze the whole situation and, and really it does seem hopeless which of course is not correct because there are many steps that you can undertake from changing your diet to finding more suitable training plans, making more time available or giving your run a different priority. Actually, so many things that even, you know, doing online courses in mental training, for example, there's so much that can be done to get you out of a current negative thought system or pattern. Maybe you know this, um, maybe you read or you've been told that this or that race is excellent is really one that, uh, that it belongs on your bucket list. It fits you. You know, and then along with some flashy YouTube videos showing off smiling runners, you know, Instagram posts from the year before that really are not just eye-catching, they're excellent. How did they do that anyway on those tiny screens? It must take them ages to add all those filters and things. <laughs> and the headline is like something out of Alice in Wonderland. Something great will happen as long as you believe it does. You know, from, from pop psychology books to, to self-improvement seminars and blogs, there's a lot of hype surrounding the advantages of positive thinking. And there's certainly some evidence behind it. A large body of work suggests that being optimistic, it reaps a number of positive rewards, including better health and, and well-being. But what about the runner who tends to see the glass as half empty rather than half full? Is being a pessimistic runner always such a bad thing? That's a question. Actually, the, the latest research suggests that some form of pessimism may have benefits. So pessimism isn't just about negative thinking. Personality science has revealed it also includes a, a focus on outcomes. Uh, that is what you expect will happen in the future, a form of projection, projecting a positive outcome. And why I'm mentioning this is uh, in the goal setting is where the pessimistic face or character shows itself. The runner who could do a half marathon in under one hour 30, but joins the group with an expected finish of one hour 40 or one hour 50, you know, just to, just to be on the safe side, you know, the runner who never pushes hard in a park run because, you know, the pathways are a bit narrow and who knows what others might think if I overtake them. I mean, it's just a park run after all, isn't it? <laughs> so the, the pessimist quite often also doesn't push himself or herself hard in training to be sure to, to avoid possible injury. And you can see where this is going. It's, it's really leading up to the fact that a pessimistic runner needs to make some changes, small tweaks in order to reach his or her full potential. That's all. And you can summarize it at this. While optimists expect positive outcomes will happen more often than not, pessimists expect negative outcomes more likely. Yeah, it's going to be 140 or maybe a 150 if it's cold and uh, definitely a 145, you know, if, it's, if there's a wind. <laughs> but as we said, there are different types or styles of pessimists. There's a particular type of pessimistic runner, let's call him or her, the, the defensive pessimist who takes his, well, this negative thinking to a whole new level and actually harnesses it as, as means for reaching their goals. Wow, how weird is that? Let me explain. Um, research has shown that this way of thinking 
not only can help them succeed, weird, but also brings some rather unexpected rewards. And I'll expand on that. But before I do, the, the other main form of pessimism, which involves simply blaming oneself for not reaching the desired time or not qualifying for a race, basically the negative outcome has less positive effect. But, but how does, so, so that's something you need to watch out for. So, but how does defensive pessimism actually work and what benefits can you expect to get out of it? It's all about concealing anxiety or managing anxiety, which if you are going to do your first marathon, you know, many, many people or many runners suffer from this, will help the pessimistic run, a cha- or run or challenge his or her energy. It's focused on the goal. So the crucial fact is that those runners are often setting low expectations for the outcome of a race or run, like expecting that ah, I'm not going to get to the halfway mark, you know, it's a, it's a far bigger crowd than anticipated, and then envisioning the details of everything that might possibly go wrong to make these worst-case scenarios a reality. <laughs> if, if, if we stay at the, you know, uh, race example, ah, oh, now I'm stuck behind the 150 bus. Now with a bus, I mean the pace, you know, that, that big group of runners. So perhaps there's a whole bunch of runners which are uh, want to complete the race, at a certain pace and, and you can't overtake them. Just to stick with the example of trying to complete the half marathon in, in one hour 30 or that would be possible and then aiming for a 140. So you're stuck behind a large group and it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard to fight your way through there. And then you start thinking, well, if I pass them and I'm, and I'm going to drink, I'm going to take some water and have a drink of water, you know, they might pass me again. Oh, Now with a defensive pessimist runner, this is a mind game. Why? Because he or she will develop a plan of action to ensure that any imagined mishaps won't actually happen, such as, number one, getting stuck behind a slower group, and number two, how, is, um, how will that water break, grabbing that cup of water, and how am I going to drink it, how am I going to maintain, maintain my pace? So the benefits of defensive pessimism also extends to actual performance. So one study shows that this has everything to do with, surprise, surprise, a negative mood. <laughs> the study I'm talking about went, went prompted to be in a good mood. Defensive pessimists performed poorly on a series of, of uh, word puzzles. However, when they were in a bad mood, by being instructed to imagine how a scenario might have negative outcomes, they performed significantly better. Can you believe this? So this suggests that pessimists harness their negative mood to motivate themselves to perform better. And here's another surprise. Pessimism can also be more beneficial than optimism in a race situation where, for example, you've lost, you've lost track, track of time. Now, I want to share this with you. It's one of, one of my big lessons learned. You're a regular listener and you know that I'm from South Africa and that I still want to achieve a much better comrade's time. So comrades is the famous ultramarathon between Durban and Peter Maritzburg or Peter Maritzburg and Durban. It's 90 kilometers. It's, it's all on tar, um, quite a couple of hills in there. And before I continue, I, I see myself as being pretty optimistic runner and optimistic person. And also, I was usually very well prepared for the race. I mean, this is a race I prepared for a whole year because I know I should have a pretty good time. Anyway, so picture this. Well, travel to South Africa uh, and... Uh, uh, I had my daughters with me, and I had this very new Sunto watch. No, don't worry, there's no ads on this thing. It's just I, I have a Sunto watch. I've always had, I, I like the brand. And 
the year before I didn't run with the watch and I thought this year I'm going to take this watch along like satellite and heart rate and you name it it's got it you know so this year was going to be different and I wanted to be sure that not only do I maintain my pace but that I'm mentally much more aware of where I am during uh, which part of the race and of course what time versus kilometers run I had achieved. So what do you think happened? Do you think the evening before I made sure the watch was properly charged before going on a 90 kilometer run? No, of course not. I didn't. <laughs> uh, I, f I forgot about charging the watch. So I put it on uh, before heading to the airport. So it's a two hour drive to the airport. Then it's a 12 hour flight. And then it's another two hours flight. And yeah, so the battery was maybe like something like 10%. <laughs> a great way to start an ultra marathon. And at Umlas, that's about 25, 28 kilometers from the start. I heard the sound. I remember this. There's so many, so many sounds, so many runners around you. And I heard the sound of a watch beeping. Now, seeing that this was a new model of watch that I had, I couldn't and didn't relate to it. <laughs> After another few kilometers, same sound, only this time with a more obvious winding down kind of electrical sound. <laughs> and I thought, ah, somebody's watch is giving up. <laughs> well, surprise, it was, <laughs> it was mine. And what happened was I depended so much on the pace where I was, but I, I'd become anxious about my run time. Like next thing, I was becoming anxious about my finishing time. For a pessimist, they tend to be a lot calm in such situations. Um, they won't blame it on the watch alone. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to blame it on the watch that I didn't have a good run. Definitely it, paid, it played a part in it, which is why since then I'm back to my old technique of running without a GPS watch. <laughs> um, but back to the pessimistic runner. A pessimistic runner, whilst waiting for an outcome, and there's, there's no opportunity to, to influence the outcome, when the outcome is not as good as optimists had hoped for, they take a bigger hit to their well-being, bam, and experience much greater disappointment and negative mood than do pessimists. <laughs> and that's really what happened with me. I fell into a negative mood as an optimist on a run because I was disappointed already. <clears throat> so strangely, this type of pessimism, it can even help boost confidence. In another study that followed students throughout the university years, those who were defensive pessimists experienced significantly higher levels of self-esteem compared to other anxious runners. In fact, their self-esteem rose to almost the levels of the optimists over four years of the study. Now, this may be to, due to increases in their defensive pessimists' confidence to anticipate and successfully avoid the negative outcomes they imagined. When pessimistic runners become chronically ill, their negative view of the future, it might be more realistic and encourage the sort of behavior that a, that a doctor would recommend for managing the illness. So being a pessimist isn't necessarily bad. You may irritate others. <laughs> Ultimately, it's what you do with that pessimism that really matters. Hey, listen, if you've enjoyed this pessimistic but still optimistic podcast, I want to ask you to please, why not leave me a five-star rating? And one important thing, you know, share the show with someone who you know needs to listen to it. And I would recommend you the next time you're on Amazon, look, you're going to go on Amazon anyway, aren't you? Just enter my name, Heiko Stribble, S-T-R-I-B-L, and Brain Training for Runners. And get yourself a powerful, compact, quick, and easy-to-read guide that will give you mental tools that you can use right away from the word go. No, it's not a big 600-page book with complex words and studies, you know, some difficult words. It's a powerful guide. It's written by runners, well, by me, for runners. 
And it's really there to give you a kickstart into the world of creating a better mental attitude. And whilst you're there, head on over to the YouTube channel. And of course, I invite you to enjoy this uh, on uh, hypnorun.com, where we offer you our online courses, really, which is going in-depth into building resilience or helping you as a runner to come out of a slump if you've been injured. If you want to work with me one-on-one, do check me out on Fiverr, Hike or Stribble. Just enter my name. You'll find me there. Hey, another way to think of pessimism is faithlessness. It is impossible to have faith whilst being pessimistic. Pessimists preview a future without God in it, or maybe a God who doesn't care. But Jesus showed God's love and offers a bright future. Psalm 42 verse 5. Should come the prey of everyone with pessimistic tendencies. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and God. Hey, what a wonderful verse. Thank you for listening to today's show. My name is Haiku. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.